Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. So, which is an interesting point, um, you go on a massive NCAA tournament run your senior year. Nova's officially on the map now, right? So when new kids come in, you're there to help them come through, which eventually led to the dynasty that, that yes. happened years later. So you're you're always a, a, known as an integral part of that. On that 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 run you guys had in, uh, I think it was 06, right? Am I right on that? 05, 06? It was 05, 06. It was 04, 05, 05, 06, the last two years. Got it. Some great runs. And that, that last run, um, you made it to the Elite Eight. You played against Florida. Was that the year they won it? Yep. Or was that when they were coming back? Every year we lost, it was to the Nat champs. Yeah. So the, the, the year we lost to North Carolina my junior year, we should have won. Really? We were down one. I'm going to go watch that game now. Yeah, Alan Ray. It's on. Yeah, I Alan always go Ray. to YouTube. Alan Ray, they said Alan Ray traveled. It was an and one. One did, ref called foul. One travel? ref called travel. No. There's no re, there's no review. He but didn't even travel. You, watch you can it. see it. He took yeah, two yeah. steps. One, Got two. It. And the kid bumped him. So it was like kind of awkward. He laid it in. Yeah. Three seconds left. We're down one. And so we go travel. up two. He yep. said travel. Wow. And we knew the team that was to go to the Elite Eight. Got it. That was the Sweet 16. That was the Elite Eight game. Got it. Right? Yep. We knew to go to the Final Four. We we knew no guards. Yeah. Were that that was the only team that compete with our guards and we completely dominated, dominated their them. guards. Got it. We knew that was the only team that was in our way. Wow. Just looking ahead and we don't at Nova, we never like to do it. We take it one game, one possession at a time. Yeah. Right. And we just looking ahead, it's like nobody can really fuck look with us. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how so we looked at was it. Was your junior team better than your senior team to that point? Would you say, or same team just got better? Like, how would you, if you played them against each other? Junior and senior team, uh, we were more poised. As a senior? Yes. Got it. Understood. It was more, it was like, I think we were more athletic. Our sophomore, my junior year. Yeah. But we were more poised. Understood. And we had a little bit more depth our senior year. But Florida was a buzzsaw. Florida was tough to do. Yeah. Yeah. Jill Kim and Al Horford. Corey Brewer, yeah, all lottery picks, yeah, they were tough, yeah. And the the game before, I but think their it, guards weren't on your no. level. We we we, we you would have dominated them, the guard wise. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go watch the game now. <laughs> yeah, I did. But um, the game before, on, uh, I think it was Friday Sweet night. 16. The Friday night game wiped us out. We went to um, we went to. There's no excuses. No, no, no. Uh, I know. I'm just. We went, you play? We played Boston College. That's right. But that was a team were, that you knew already, though, right? But they were physical, and we went to overtime with them. And Georgetown pretty much handled whoever they played. I mean, I think Florida played Georgetown. They handled yeah. them. So the game was over. They got, and then we came into that game. I remember we were getting IVs because we were so dehydrated after the game. That's a real thing, folks. And we just we were we were banged up. Yep. And we played Florida, and we and I kind of knew right away that this is going. If we win, it's going to be another overtime game. Got it. Because the way they were on the glass. Yeah. It just was like all right. Yeah. But we were scoring. It was going back and forth, and they took like a lead. We cut it. 
And it was still, it was close going back and forth, but we just didn't have. And then you would have played George Mason after that if you would have yep. won. Yeah. In the final four. Yeah. Wow. So so now, season, you know, you lose. It's terrible. It's painful. Um, you go through all the emotions. But, you know, I'm sure you're hearing about the NBA the next day. Right? Now, I already in March, April. <laughs> but you do, uh, I, when the, do you do your work? The one game I knew, the one game I knew in my senior year when, you know, I was going to be like a top 20 pick at that time because my name was everywhere was when I played Cincinnati. I think I had like 24 and like 14 rebounds. Wow. Probably and we beat assist. them. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what I had assist wise, but I just remember I was everywhere. Yeah. And I remember at the end, I had the ball and I did like an in and out, in and out, stop, yep. fake, like I'm going, laid the ball in. Yep. So I knew. That, and then, you know, my the guy who represents me, you know, he um, called my guy brother, yeah, the, who represented me. He's from um, New Jersey, Stephen Human, um, CAA, and he just was like, "Wow, you got a chance." Yeah, he's like, "A lot of people are calling." Yeah, but as soon as it's done, yeah, like what happens? You lose your, your tournament's over, right? Yeah. Are you getting like you're you signing deals with agents right away. Like, how does that? How does what's that world look like for us? common folks that so soon as soon as it was done at that time it was Reebok was pretty big um Nike was Nike yeah and Adidas was Adidas um so soon as as soon as we were done called me and said hey um Nike wants to send you some stuff that you can work out in you know take you know 10 days off but they want to see some stuff where you can work out in it and prep for the draft okay right when they sent you stuff did they send you a oh. check or did no, you no, say no, 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 I didn't. So there's no money there's, yet. There's no money. Yeah. Then it, Reebok did the same thing. Yeah. Um, Adidas did the same thing. So I'm just seeing what feel good. But Nova's a Nike school, so I know what Nikes feel Got like. Got it. And I love Nike, so I just going through workouts. So let's say if I work out one day, I'll wear a pair of Nikes. The next day, I'll wear a pair of Adidas. The following day, I'll wear a pair of Reeboks Reebok. yep. and just see how they feel. And then try to use, they seen like three different pair of like their basketball shoes or whoever they're repping at the time that has yep. a shoe with them. And I pretty much figured that Nike was it because I just, it fit my foot the right way. Yeah, you had experience with that. And then I kind of like, basically Adidas gave us a proposal that was more. Was it a healthy one? Than, yeah, it was more than Nike. Was it gloriously healthy? Yes. Was Reebok. it like, wow, that's real healthy. It was, it was, it was. It was like grandma, we're leaving. We're, no, 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 it wasn't not, like that. Right, it was right, um, right. a couple hundred thousand. Um, but you, you know, I'm just, I'm not yeah, 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 yeah. And then Reebok. Put the deal on the table. What's the difference between on the table versus what you would get? It's just verbal first versus no. Writing? It's just like we want to see. It. Hey, I'm seeing you some merch. Rob. Got it. I want you to wear the merch. Tell me if you like it. And then another company send. And then it's like, hey, at the end of it, the trial, which would be you know ten days. What do you think? Yeah. Me and my agent meets with Reebok um, in New York at his office. Yeah. We get the offer. Wow. You know, you just take, you know. Is the signing bonus too on two, top of it? But it's just say take two or three days to look at it. Yeah. You know, the offer, you know, let it digest. Talk to whoever you got to talk to. Yeah. Nike does a little presentation. You walk in with Nike. They pull up a PowerPoint presentation. Wow. You know, if you play this way, if you draft it here, this is where we see you. Can yeah. you be here? All right. Awesome. Um, Adidas, the same thing. You yep. know, you're Adidas kid in high school. This is what we got. We want to make you to face this, 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 and this. So. <laughs> And you just take it. Yeah. And then we look at the, the deals and it's what are the pros and what are the cons, right? And we go each deal. And the money wasn't that different, right? And we just felt as though Nike was us the entire time. Yeah. Because Nike wanted to do like a, my own signature shoe, yeah. right? With my name and my colorway, 
Um, I think the the other two didn't want to do it, but the other two were like, hey, we're going to give you more money. Got it. Right? Got it. So I Got thought it. it was cool to have my own signature shoe. Nike, like, hey, each year, we're going to give you X amount and, you know. Merch. Was there a signing bonus, though, like up front? Yeah. And then so that was, my was there first monthly money. checks or how does that, do you huh. share in profit? Like, so, how you does get, that? You, so every quarter. Okay. No, you're Got not it. sharing no profit with Nike. Got it. I was just wondering yeah. how they, yeah. So, so it's every quarter you get paid. Was it like a two year deal, five year deal? And it's prorated. Okay. It was a um, three year deal. It's, Got it. it matches your NBA. Well, mine matched my NBA deal Got at it. the time. Got it. And it was a three year deal and it's prorated. So, Nike, if you get hurt and you're not playing, you don't get paid. Got it. Right? Got it. So, it's like the NFL. Yeah. So, yep. it was. Um, so, now was that deal done? As soon as like that deal was done, like within like three weeks after I was done. Yeah, got it. I would say no. I would say like yeah. After check like, them in the account, my, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. My, my account at that time was um, it was first union. Wow, how'd that feel? <laughs> it just felt good. I just remember going back. Did you look home. at the balance? Or were you checking it out? Yeah, because I used to put my Pell Grant in, in there, and yeah. we had a we had a walk over here on um or first union on campus. Yeah, and I had like my debit card was with my chip for my yeah, Illinois yeah. card, so. And it was like always. Did you check it like every third day to make sure it was huh? still there? Were you like, did you keep looking at it? <laughs> I know I did. That's why I'm asking. No, I was when looking I had at some... it. But I, I had like I had some money in there from like my Pell Grant. Yeah. And the way Villanova took care of us, we really never needed to like spend anything. Yeah. Because we had all our meals, all our hydration, yeah. all our food, our clothes were you know Villanova sweats. Our sneakers was Nike. Everything you wore. Yeah. Yeah. So everything was taken care of. So yeah. if I wanted to do something, it always was to help someone else. Yeah. So, yeah. but then it started, and when it started, when I started traveling to um, work out for teams, I started realizing, like, really quick, looking at different draft um, predictions where I was going to land. And you were a lottery pick, correct? Yeah, I was number seven. Overall. Wow. So I, I did you know it. that though? Like, did you feel confident draft day that you were going to get picked in the top? 10? I thought I was going to be. I thought I was going to be number one. Okay. Wow. Just because of the way I played and what Toronto needed at that time. Got it. And the way the conversations that we had with them. But, you know, Andrea Bagnani was a seven-footer that can shoot. So yeah. you understood. And then LaMarcus Aldridge was a seven-footer yep. that could shoot and put his back to the basket. I don't even know. Adam Morrison was the run-up player of the year. Yeah. And some, I think he was like the Naismith or – He was, yeah. He's like the player of the year. That's um, right. From uh... Four, I think, was like Tyrus Thomas. Five was Sheldon Williams, who had a great year at Duke. Duke. I all big a, guys. Yeah, I won the gold medal. Yeah, it's always yeah, all yeah. big guys. Yeah. And then Brandon Roy was the first guard that was like six seven, unbelievable. He was um, good. Can yeah. shoot. Yeah. Um, can dribble. Yeah. Can like do whatever. And then I was next. Who was with you at draft night? It was my grandmother, Coach Wright. Shempy was in the limo. Was he? Shempy was in the limo. Shempy was in the limo. Was, was, now, did you know Shempy well at this point, or was it in the beginning? I just always saw him around because when we travel, you know, it's always like a private jet. Shemp. Yeah. Was he on a private jet? It's always a private jet with the boosters. Got it. So Shimpy was real close to Eddie and Coach Mass. Which one's Eddie? Um, Eddie Welsh. Eddie Welsh. Okay. Yeah, I he's, heard that um, name. Yeah. He's a powerful figure. Um, yeah. Just in what Villanova has been able to do, let's just say over the Is last Is he instrumental in what years. you're doing now with the NIL uh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, Got um, it. he's like a mentor to me. Understood. Right now. Sounds you know, like a good mentor. Yeah. I, we have conversations all the time. And he's a tough guy, yeah. um, but, you know, he's a leader and he's. Um, Let's just say he's loyal. Yeah. He's extremely loyal. Yeah. Um, but so Shimpy was in a limo. Yeah. So Shimpy was in a limo um, along with, um, you know, a couple of my friends. Yeah. A couple of Don P bottles. And um, once I went, it's kind of like this once you get drafted. 
Yeah. So you got NBA TV sitting here like this. Yeah. Did that right? get? Did that wear you out a little bit at all at some point? Or was it I was just oh, so? Uh, I just was. I was. I was so happy. Got it. That I couldn't go to sleep. Got it. So I can remember we had a. We had a. Um, we had an all black party at the Forty Forty Club. Yep. And I remember I went there, and it's just my whole neighborhood was. It's a room like this. My whole neighborhood was in there. It was like Jay Z and anybody Jay-Z else. Jay Z was at the bottom. Carmelo was playing pool. Wow. Congratulations, congratulations. I think LeBron was in there. Chris Paul was in there. Wow. Everybody. Wow. And it's just different rooms. So you got all of us having one party. Then you got another, another group party. having a party. Yeah. You got another group over here having a party. That's awesome. So it's just it's just going crazy. And then I got to leave at four thirty, right? Mm-hmm. To go to Minneapolis to do my press conference. And that was there. it, right? Yeah. You were there. Did you get to come back? Like. You're there. You came back to Newark for the summer or Villanova for the summer. So I, I went there. Did Mikkel my press conference. Drafted. Which, yeah, Kevin McKell. Um, shout out to um, Big Frankenstein. Yeah, my boy, <laughs> Big um, Mac, Big Mac. Um, and what state was on the team, right? KG was a, KG, KG was must a have man, been like a great right? leader. He was a great leader, man. He had nothing but great things about him. So KG was on the team. Um, we get there, and. Meet everybody who was there in the summer, like the younger guys, first and second year players. Meet them. Go to um, go to the press conference. Sign my contract. Yeah. Um, what can you talk about your deal or no? I don't. Yeah, it was like signing bonus up front. Nah, it's just yeah, they just give big you, check up front. They give you a lump sum. Got it. Right. Okay. And then they kind of prorate it down. Um, it was a rookie deal. It was three? Is that three years? I forget. Yeah, that. I had a four year rookie deal. Okay. Yeah. Got so it. I had a four year rookie deal. Um, did my did all of my stuff, and then that night uh, I flew back to Newark. Got it. Came Jersey. Where'd you go? Where'd you stay? I stayed. Down, I started staying down here. Okay. Um, did you buy a house yet? No, 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 no. I I was in college. I didn't. But did were you? That was. So I, cool. I, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I graduated from college a month earlier. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't. So I stayed down here with um Shemp. So that's and, when the relationship with Shemp started. Yeah, but it started before. Because like, but there I, was an understanding at this point on this. Yeah, it was it was an understanding. He became, you know, what exactly I wanted close. out yeah. of him, and then I met some other people yeah. um, in the area who's helped you, yep. and influential for you. Um, Which I was at you. your foundation party at one of the houses. At um, one of the houses, yeah. exactly. So I never um, forget when you were, I met. I don't mean to cut you off. I apologize, but I met all the Villanova players that yeah. night. Yeah, it was an awesome. Awesome Corey event. Booker was there. Yeah. He's a senator now. Uh, he spoke. Yeah, it just was, like you said, it just was a great time. Was things moving fast? Things were moving really fast. And and was you... This but I would, I would slam on the brakes all the time. Okay. When I felt as though things were moving too fast, I would slam on the brakes and say, don't forget what got you here. How did you know when to do that? Because it just was feeling like, hey, you here. know, we got a Nike, you know, photo shoot in the city. Yeah. Then after that, when when I started going on the schedule, I felt as though it was moving too fast. Got it. Hey, we got a Nike photo shoot in the city at 8 a.m. Then after that, we're going to do breakfast. We got a room at, you know, let's say at the plaza. You're going to rest there for a couple hours. Then you're going to work out. And then after that, you're going to do such and such. And then after that, we're going to go out. So let's just say a nightclub and hang out. Got it. And then this is what we got. And I was like, hold, hold, hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's moving kind of There's no Randy Tommy. Yeah. yeah. Like I got, like when my, I got to talk to my grandmother, yeah. you know. And you and your couple, relationship 
with huh. with your wife. Yeah. So she Chris, wasn't your wife at that huh. point. She right? wasn't. Yeah, but she was around. But you that never stopped, right? Uh-huh. Like that. Yeah. And then once I start, once once I felt like things were moving like that, like oh, like like she's coming. Yeah. For one. Yeah. Right. If she want to come, she's going to be there. Yep. For two, right. If she wants whatever she wants, you make sure you take care of her. At some point, did you just, did she just take control over your calendar? Like, was she the CEO? Internal yeah, at some and, point? and it started like when I would say my rookie year, like towards the end of my rookie year, she Got started it. saying, "Hey, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that," you know. And, and that's when she was totally trust. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. And just, and it was not, it was nothing financial. It's just like this is what we got to do as a couple because you're building a family now, trying to build a family. Yeah, you know, she's young, she's young, pregnant. I'm young, I'm nervous. So it's just like, all yeah. right. And it kind of like put you in a space where it's like. This ain't really important. Yeah. You know, family is more important. Yeah. And you knew that then? Yeah, I already knew it because Amazing. I didn't have family. Yep. So I always wanted to make sure. And you absorbed I it. took care of, you know, my family. Now, did she come from a family that, like, were, were, had no. a better structure? So it was the same? They had better structure. Like, her family is, when you think, when I think of, like, the Riveras. Yeah. Like, their structure is just love. Yeah. Right? Yep. Gossip. Yep. Bonchinche, right? And... <laughs> And um and food. Got it. That's her family structure. Got it. Got it. Where's she from? Jersey? She's or? from Lawrenceville. Okay. Yeah. She, awesome. She's the So wow, man. So now you try now you're playing the NBA life, right? Um, you know, that's a different lifestyle. You know, there's a lot yeah. of games, a lot of traveling. Uh people don't know it's not as glamorous as it may seem. Yeah. A lot of responsibilities. Grind. Um a lot of people dependent on you, right? Yeah. Um, it's tough to say no to people, I'm sure. But Rob, I didn't have a lot of family. Yeah, got so it. So it's like, so that was a gift. It's like my grandmother, like got I it. didn't have a mom and dad. Like, oh man, I need a Cadillac. My mom, like, yeah, I need this car. I need a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was more of because that is draining. Yeah, it was more of you know just cousins and friends, but the two closest friends I had, yeah, were with me. Got it. So you brought them with you. Yeah. Got it. My wife and her twin sister came with me. Wow. Right? And that was like that my was small core. circle. And then I had like people that were around. Yeah. But that was it. So I really never called them. Like my grandmother needs something. We'll take care of her. But she never needed anything. She didn't have a you know, a debit card. Is she still alive? Uh, no, she passed away. Rest in peace. Three did, years, four years ago. Did her rest of her life with you... Was was there a sense of freedom that she never had before? Yeah, just was a financial freedom. Yeah, you know, whenever she needed something, it was a call away. Yeah. Hey, you want to move down here? Nope, I'm good. Yeah. They live like right on that in Newark, and like right on the out, like right in from Belleville. Yeah. It was like a block in from Belleville, and they was like, nope, we're good here. Yeah. You know, whatever we need, we'll ask you for it. Yeah. And they will fly out for like, you know, a month to Minneapolis. Yeah. And and hang out, watch games. I'll leave. Yeah. Like, oh, baby, you're always gone. You're like, yeah, <laughs> playing basketball. Yeah. You know, so. Did you did you always enjoy the NBA? Did you was there a time when you knew, you know, injuries happen, whatever the case may be, but was there a time when you were like, okay, this part of my life's over? When I cracked my kneecap, I was so I was already in the the um let's just say the the portal or the pool of USA like the USA because I played in the World University Games. Got it. Won a gold medal. So the end of my first year, I think I was first team all rookie, averaged like 10 points, yep. really good, hit some buzzer beaters, played really well towards the end. Towards the end, I'm averaging 
I gonna say the last 12, I would say like the last like 12 to like 15 games, I'm averaging like 22 points. So you really took a step up. Yeah. So I'm seeing what's happening in front of me. Like, yeah. The I'm game slowed down to, for you. Yeah. KG is big ticket, but I'm on my way. Yeah. Yep. And then I just start noticing something. I was working out in the summertime um, at the high school and my knee just kept clicking. Really? Yeah. And I was like, man. And then it was like a it was like a pain. Yep. But like I know what tendonitis feels like. Yep. And it was like a deep pain. Got it. Like when I would like push off to jump or when I would walk downstairs. And I was like, man, what's wrong? Mm. But I ain't you know, I needed, you know, to massage therapists and different things like that. Yep. So I just kept playing. Yep. You know, like show no signs of weakness. Just keep that's playing. That's what you're trained to do. Yep. Yeah. And I just remember that I just knew something was right and we couldn't figure it out because it was in soft tissue. It was the bone. Yep. And I had a small little crack in my kneecap and they kind of figured it out when I went back to Minneapolis. But what does that do injury wise? What is that? <laughs> that kept me out from, they detected it and it was like, oh, six weeks and then we'll, we'll come back to it. And then it'll be six weeks, come back to it. So you lost momentum. Still, I lost momentum. Got it. The team was losing. I lost a lot of momentum. Got it. And then when I came back, I averaged like 16, but we still was losing. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, if we don't trade him now, yep. while he's like young and yep. doing this, then. And it's a business, right, folks? It's, it's it really, There's no love there. There's, yeah. there's a business. It's a business. Yeah, so it's a business. So, and I understood it. I was hurt when he traded me. You know, a new guy came in and got rid of, you know, all of the, the lion cubs. But, yep. And I was one of them. But um, where'd you go? What was the next? I went to the Wizards. That's right. And then you went to LA. Yeah, yeah, I went to the Got Wizards. It. And then when I went to the Wizards, it was like um, it was weird. The financial situation was weird because I thought at that average in sixteen points, third year, uh, that next contract being twenty five. Yeah, right. That next contract would have probably been like at that time. I thought it'd probably be like a forty four for four. Got it. You no know, eleven a year. Yep. Didn't get it. Got an offer. Um, that basically was dangled in front of us, but you know, it wasn't there to sign. It just was like, this is what we can do, Got but it. we probably can do more at the end of the year. Got it. And it was kind of dangled in front of us. So it was a nice number, but yep. we didn't agree with it. Yep. But we thought with the financial crisis in 2008. That's what that was. And I, yeah, okay. we just thought that, you know, this Let's is get right. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get safe. Yeah. So then happened. Yep. Banged up pretty much. I played really well, but then I was banged up towards the end of it. Not sure what I was averaging. I think different, I was different like, injuries. You mean, or it was the same? The okay, same the problem kept coming back. back. Got it. And then so I went to a doctor in the city, and I broke my wrist right here. Mm. So it just was a bad year, um, and I just got surgery. Yeah, I just I said to my team like I'm just gonna get surgery. Do this surgery. It was five hours. Yep. Then I got my knees shaved down. The part that was cracked. Yep. I said, what can I do where I'm going to miss minimum amount of time? Yep. He was like, just shave it down. Got it. He was like, I'm going to shave down 5% of your kneecap. Got it. Shaved it down. Just did all my therapy stuff. Is that a smart thing to do in retrospect? Or? Yeah. Okay. Got because it. I would have been out. Got it. Okay. So there was no ill effects later on. So now we're in free agency and I have a knee brace on and a, a cast from here. Yeah, it doesn't look good. To here. Got it. Well, they don't see me, but we're negotiating. But we got to... You know, we're, we're honest. Yeah. Hey, he just had his knee scoped and he had had his wrist cleaned out yeah. or cleaned up. And LeBron is the decision. Mm. 
where is he going to stay in Cleveland or is he going to go Miami. elsewhere? Yeah. And he held everything hostage. So me being hurt. Um, yeah, people don't understand how yeah. ripple effect is that. Yeah. That's amazing. Because wow. we understood he was the big fish. Yeah. So once he signed, everyone, yeah. it's a trickle-down effect, right? Yeah. And this, the Clippers was like, we want, we want Randy now. Yeah. And it was like, this is what we have, and this is what this is what we want to um, give him. Yeah. Will he come? Yeah. And my agent is like, listen, you're going to sign tonight, mm. right? Which was midnight. It was like the it probably was like within the first hour. I ver like after I agreed LeBron. at the no at the the um the free agency at the free agency when open they opened up. up. Yeah. It was like within an hour where I said, you know what, I'm going to the Clippers. Yeah. Did your wife and you feel like it was important because you're raising a family now and you wanted to get the level of security? She's pregnant was that, with our second daughter. <laughs> yeah. So is that like we were like at that time I made I made a nice chunk of change. Yeah. And it, yes, it was life changing. Yeah. Like I can move and do whatever I want. Yeah. You know, the things that we have that we did and the people who were around our money yeah. at Merrill, um, we did we were good. Yeah. And the other things that I had in play, I had um I was a I was an owner of the W Hotel in Minneapolis. Really? Yeah. So it was wow. like we had a lot of stuff in play. Like we were doing the right things with um the money, but I always thought that I would be like a you were waiting for that second contract that you I, I, Yeah, the way I was playing, yeah, I thought you, you were in that path. Yeah, I was close. Yep. I was really close. Yep. But the injury kind yep. of threw a wrench in it. Yep. And you know, it's just everyone's story's different. Yeah. I don't have a problem. I yep. still made a lot of money. Oh yeah. Right. So um, but just the way everything went down, I didn't want, I didn't want, I wouldn't say like, I wanted playing time security. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you really wanted to have an impact on both sides of it financially yeah. and you wanted to be part of something. Yeah. I just, wanted, I get it. And I remember I went there and I strained my hamstring right away. Now who was coach when you went there? What, what, I don't, I'm trying to go back. They to just online. had fired. They fired Mike Dunleavy and Vinny Del Negro was the coach. Got it. Okay. So I flew to LA, met with him. I was walking by then. Yeah. So I was pretty, I still had a cast on, met with their training staff. They asked me what I was doing. I was doing PT. Yeah. At, um, what is this place right here? Oh my God. Locally, you talking about? It's locally right yeah. here. It's across, it's where everyone goes. Yep. Atlantic Club. Yes. I was doing PT there. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah, I was doing PT there. I didn't realize that. Then I started like lifting um, heavy. And then I went out there, didn't really do training camp, still banged up. And then, yep. I, then I came back. And what year would this have been? Your fourth? This is my fifth? fifth year. Got it. Okay. Came back and just started, you know, balling. Then I strained my hamstring. Got grade it. Grade two. That's, a, that's, bad, like, that's yeah. a bad one. Yeah. That's a bad one. But it was because my knee was so weak yeah. that I was overusing my hamstring and not my quad because I didn't want to, you know, put the pressure on the front of my knee. And it was more of um. Wow, like yeah. I can't get a break. Yep, right. That mindset will creep in. Yeah. yeah. So. And how long were you in LA for? Two years. How was life out there? It was good. Did you have? It was good. I I enjoyed I enjoyed LA. It was um, well, like the travel, like, the oh, traffic, no. the traffic wasn't good. Yeah. But you know everything that was around us. Yeah. And CAA being out there, they represent me. Um, just the the things like I could have I could have did anything like I wasn't into that stuff but like yeah parties and I yeah, went yeah. to any party yeah. that I wanted to I couldn't you know I was I was doing I was playing I was starting I was playing and yeah. then the next year they traded you know for Chris Paul starting in the backcourt with him 
You and Chris Paul. So was he? He's younger than you, right? Or was no, same? Yeah, he's younger, but he's a year ahead. Of, he's he had he, he came out early. Yeah. yeah. So how was uh, how was obviously he was a great point guard, but how was he or how was that experience? I should say it was good, man, because he turned me from you know just being a combo guard to yeah. like a sniper, pure yeah. shooting guard. Oh, so he just kept. He didn't turn me. Just the way he played he was knew. more of just like when he's passing to you, wide open. You so shoot. All you have. Yeah. you better shoot it. Was that the year that you did really good three point shooting, or was it? That's Utah? the year I took off. That's the year I took off and I started shooting threes. Okay, that's when you just changed yeah. Your I was game. averaging like two. That's the year I changed my game. Got it. And that's why I, that's innovation, folks. That's what yeah. you got to do. You got to learn to innovate. When I when I help kids now, I understand what repetition is. Yeah. Like if you work on certain reps yeah. at game speed, you can do anything when you play a sport. That's right. You got to practice game speed versus yes. just standing around. Can't stand around. You got to move. You got to put yourself in situations where you're fatigued and you're trying to be the best you can be when your body is telling you, no, you can't go no more. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. You got to you got to say, hey, my brain is telling me that's it, but my heart is my heart isn't saying anything. It's got pumping. It. Yep. I'm gonna keep going. Yep. So now, like, um, listen, you still have your connections to Villanova. You're starting a family. You live here in a, you know, the I'm gonna say in the New Jersey area. Um, helping out the high school kids. It's always yeah. been a thing you've been doing, even the whole time. You've always helped. You've always served. You've always Always been around. Always. No doubt about it. I've seen that. I, I had the good fortune of being able to watch you work with my kids. Thank you so much. And as your life is going on, you know, eventually the NBA stops. Right. Right? Um, you live in a life where you have a beautiful family. You're raising your kids, athletes, <laughs> um, life, everything else. And now you're stepping into the next journey, right? right. Do you want to talk about um, how important it is for not only the college athlete, the journey you're on, and how you could? Because I, I think part. This is me being selfish. I think a story that should be told mm -hmm. that hasn't been told, at least from my perspective, the ability for you to survive financial success in ways that is not normal in your industry, right? Right, that you are in. And there's a tremendous, because there's a blueprint to whatever it was. You right. did something right. And it's a ton of guys that um, that survive, right? Yeah. A lot of times I think when guys struggle, yeah, it's because of lifestyle. That's it. Right? And their circle. Yep. But I think a, a lot of guys make enough money where they can be comfortable. Yep. But your lifestyle changed. Yes. Just, the one thing that we always did, um, we, we, we were on a budget. Yeah. So you yeah. stuck to that the whole time. Yeah. We always we we're always on a budget. And then once I stopped playing, that budget almost it shrunk 70%. Yep. So, you know, instead of doing certain things, we'd be like, you know what? We're going to cook tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or just everything was always about saving to yeah. not be a statistic. Yep. Because that so, was yeah. always a fear that I don't want to be like those guys. Right. Because right? yep. I was on teams with those guys. Yes. Right. And I can tell you off camera, one of the guys I was on, and it's just the way yeah. they they move. They're great guys, yeah. but the way they move financially, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yep. Like the private jets, right? Yep. The multiple houses, yep. right? The multiple um, just paying child for support, everything, child support payments, yeah, right? That, In different states for eighteen years, yeah, right? You just I think it just don't move, and sometimes a lot of them are not broke. Yep. Just for certain things to go away, they have to file for yeah. bankruptcy. Yep. Totally got it. Right? I so totally got it. Yep. It's for me, 
you know, my wife, my kids has always been my number one priority. Yeah. So it's like, how I'm going to be able to take care of them forever without worrying. And that's when I put the, my team that I have has always been my team. Yeah. My team has always been transparent and honest with me. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't do this. Yeah. Well, I really want to do this. Well, you shouldn't because this can happen. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And that's and that's the way I go about, you know, everything that I do when it comes to the financial world. Does it make sense? Do I need it? Is it a shiny toy that I really want? Is that your process of thinking? Is yeah. Because that, that's phenomenal. Always. Yeah. Always. Like, if I wanted to, right, I can go, you know, buy, you know, let's say three or four Rolls Royces and be like, okay, right? <laughs> but does that make sense five years down the road? Nope. Absolutely not. Not at all. And then is it, they're going to be, so it's just everything that we do doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right? You know, if, even if we want to. You know, redo the kitchen. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. Do we need the marble or do we need this? Yeah. It's just different things. And it's just like, that's how I always think. And it's like, like I said, I'm a sponge. Yeah. And I watch everything that goes on around. Yeah. And I'm not perfect because yep. I miss things before. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's like I missed it one time. Yep. I'm not going to miss it again. Yeah. So I'm going to be ultra cautious yeah. when I do certain things. Dude, I love that. And, you know, it's funny because I was, you know, me and my wife are looking to buy a house, right? And I don't want to buy right now unless I can get it below whatever the asking is. But she really wants a house, right? Because mm -hmm. we, we've we rented the last two years not realizing the market was going to go up first before it went down. But I know it's going down right now. So anyway, we look at this house and it's one of those houses that's going to sell in five days, right? So we put an offer in against, every, I, I don't want the house but I just wanted everyone to be happy. So I put an offer in. When we got outbid by 30 grand, I, I called Dorothy, you know, you know who Dorothy is. Yes. And I said, can I send everybody a fruit basket? Because this is the greatest Christmas gift I've ever been given. Right. We got outbid, right? Because I know once we get to next year, January, February, March, it's going to go down even further because rates are going up. So that's an example of like, hey, we got to make the family happy. Let me not impose my will, right? Because I didn't want the house at all, just to be clear, mm -hmm. right? And it worked out, you know. So we didn't get the house that I didn't want anyway. Point is, it was a it was a strategy that I still had to honor my wife, just right. like you would, right? My kids, you know, they don't want to they want to get a, a new house. We've been renting for a couple of years, and it's like they're embarrassed of it, but I'm not because I really know what's going on behind the scenes. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm confident in in the business and the money. To the tune of what you're talking about, where you have a team around you that helps in your decision making, yeah. to really be able to understand when you could say yes and when you say no, right. and also be able to say, you know what, Randy, you shouldn't do this, or you're you're probably at the point now where it's like, yeah, we don't need that either, right? Because yeah. you've seen like the so house, much. The, the, the house that <clears throat> the house that we live in. You have a beautiful home. Yeah, where we live at, it's a it's a river, right? It's yeah. a beautiful river where we live at. Can I live on a river? Yes. It's not worth it. But is it worth it yeah. to pay $120,000 in taxes? No. And then the maintenance on the house, right, is going to be another $120,000. Is that worth it? Yeah. Or just find a nice little, you know, lot, yep. house on there, yep. right? And we're all comfortable. Yes. I have what I like in there. If I want to be on this part of the house, good. Yep. If you want to be on this part of the house, good. Yep. I don't have to, I don't want to fill avoid just because I'm an NBA basketball player. There you go. Fill in the void. Yeah. So, so sometimes yep. I try to, sometimes I think people, <clears throat> when they buy certain things, they do it to they make do. them happy. 100%. Right? 100%. There's a lot of, there's a lot of times I, I want to do things 
that I know doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what has helped me along the way. Do I like certain things? Do I like cars? And do I like watches? Everyone does. Yeah. But a lot of times it don't make sense. No. It, most times it doesn't. Yeah. That's the truth. So the majority of the time it doesn't make sense. So if you could share, let's talk about your, uh, you know, friends of Nova. What you got okay. going on? Your circle, yeah. all your people. I mean, this is this is this is the next chapter. We're we're in the first page of the next chapter, and let's talk about the NIL name, image, and likeness, brother. I'm trying to learn the game, just like right along, just trying to figure out what's going on, and how I can. So, that, so I had an interesting um, summer. Yep. Um, with my alma mater, where you know my my friend, you know, father figure, leader. Yep. Decided, you know, he was going to retire and do something else. Right? Are we talk about Coach Jay Wright. Got it. Yep. Right. And we got a, a young guy that I have known since I would say since 2013, which is Cal Neptune. Yep. Um, African American <clears throat> coach looks like you know exactly like me. Yeah. He's the head coach now. Yeah. Young guy. That's a big deal. Did really From well Nova, at Fordham. Right? Yes, yeah, a big yep. deal. That's a big deal. This first African American yep. coach. Yep. Did really well at Fordham last year. Had the team playing at a really high level. Yep. Um, he gets hired to be the head coach at Villanova University. Mm. This ecosystem of the NIL is important. This transfer, this transfer portal is important. Yeah. These incoming recruits with these huge platforms are important. Yep. Right. So Nova goes out, figure out a company that can represent them the Villanova way. Integrity. Yep, which is a unique way. This all about representing their alumni, their alumni and boosters not making mistakes, doing the right thing around the kids and everyone in the university, which is the community, Mm. right? They come to me. Now, did you know this was going to happen or was this like a beautiful surprise? I kind of, me and Coach Wright played golf and he said something about it. He gave you a tip, got it. He, He didn't tip me off, but he just was like, did I talk to, you know, people, certain people at Nova, got you know, it. Really important people at Nova, and I was like, no, I didn't talk to him yet. Yeah. He's like, oh, they should be calling. I remember you on it because you called me on the way back yeah. from the golf trip. I do remember that. Yeah. And I just knew. I, yeah. I, I know the way. I know Coach Wright. Yeah. You know, I don't been in wars with Coach Wright. Sure. Right. I don't been in battles with Coach Wright. So sometimes when he's saying certain things, it's like he's setting himself up for an alley oop. Yeah. Right. So he's saying certain things, and he's not throwing it. He's he's actually catching this one, or is he throwing he's it? Setting it up. Where he All can right. ask a question and articulate it in a way where he can get the the right response out of you, Got it. just like a teacher, like a coach. Yep. Right. And he said something to me, and I and, I, and Eddie Welsh was playing golf with us, and we just was talking, 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 and then you know Mike Nardi, my teammate, hit me up and was like, "I saw him in high school. Yeah, against St. Anthony's. He said, would, would you tough kid?' He said, "Mark Jackson and Kyle Neptune is going to call you. Yeah." And they called me and asked me would I be interested. Yeah. And, and what are you interested in, just so everybody knows? So they asked me would I be interested in representing Villanova's NIL. Yep. We didn't have a name yet. Yep. Uh, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I didn't know where. You just said going. yes, though. Yeah. Entrepreneurs say yes, everybody. Just yeah. say yes. When you say yes, good things happen. I just right. said yes because I felt as though the change, the shift that was about to go on with the with the basketball team, I felt as though it was important for me to be involved, you know, for the future. Mm. And I said, absolutely. Never said anything about money, nothing. I Did you said, even know that it was part of the conversation? Did you think it was going to get there? Or just, you just said yes? I just knew yeah. from 
from what I'm used to making. Yeah. That whatever, you know, someone was gonna offer. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't do much. Yeah. I just felt as though my team, yeah, right, my university needed help love in this it. area. I love it. And I was all for it. I love it. So they say to me, Ashley Howard, um, is gonna be you you two are gonna be co executive directors of this program. And we want to call it Friends of Nova, mm. but we want you guys to pick the logo and we want to, so we get the work, right? Yep. And they said, we want to, you know, talk to our, we had a pyramid of who we wanted to attack. Yeah. So me and Ashley start working right away. Yeah. This guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, we think they can help. They always have been generous to the program. Yep. Let's attack them. Yeah. Okay. Not let's attack them. But let's, let's invite them into this party. Yeah. Let's have a conversation and yeah. see what they think. Yep. A lot of guys like, no, I'm not interested and paying athletes in college. Yeah, yeah, they get a resentment towards it for some sort I'm not reason. interested in yeah. that. Then we're going to focus on this next tier, guys. This next tier. Yep. This next tier. Yep. And we broke it down like that. Yeah. What emails? Who can I email? Yep. Who can I text? Who can I call? Do he like to be emailed or do he like to hear people's voice? Yeah. And this is what we're figuring out. And Distinction. I have, That's for, yeah. Hold on. Do they like emails or do they like voices? I want you to think about that. Whenever you're doing business, don't ever try and make a sale over a text. Don't ever try and create the next level conversation. Use a text or an email just to create the appointment, but not the big ask. Go right. Ahead. And we go through all these different names. And in the beginning, there's no connection with the university. So it's like we get it. It's Friends of Nova, but it's a third party, right? Mm. And we're like, yeah, it's a third party. Does the university know? Mm. We really can't say at this point because the language and the legislation that the NCAA was putting out. And it keeps changing. It keeps changing. Yeah. Like every three weeks. Yeah. The university can't be involved. Yeah. The legislation and language that we got. And man, ask goes back. We go back to the athletic department and the people that we're dealing with in the athletic. Listen, we need the university or whoever to endorse us. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. We got to figure out how we can do it. Yeah. We can't do it because it'll be a violation. And we're going back and forth, back and forth with the university. And then a relationship that I had from playing in the NBA when I wanted to do some real estate um, and some development in my neighborhood. What, neighborhood in Newark? or in, in, in Newark. Got it. Yep. I invited one of Melanova's uh, most successful alum up from Texas. Mm. And he traveled the city of Newark with me. That's a big deal. So I reached out to him. And no, actually, I saw him at um, Hoops on the Hudson. It's like a celebration right before the season. I was there, right? Yes. That's the one I was there. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a conversation with um, this alumni. Yeah. And I said, I need you to set the tone for me. This so that's is, how, it, that's what, how yep. it took off. Look at that. I said, I need you to set the tone for me. Um, this is the number I need. Yep. Um, and if you can do this, and other guys understand exactly who you are and what you mean to the program. Yeah. They're going to want to be involved because I know financially they can do it. Yep. It's just they don't trust third party. Yep. Understood. Right? Yes. And it's all about transparency and where it's going to go, how it's going right. to be distributed. Yep. So he looked at me and he said, You have been the foundation mm. of what Jay Wright has built from That's the right. beginning. No doubt. You set the tone for what the, a guard, a Villanova guard, is supposed to look like. Yep. Right doing all these, getting all these accolades and just representing the, the university, right? And always having the passion for the university. Yep. 
So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Just tell me the number. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I had to go did to you talk tell, to, you did, know. You, you went big though, right? Like you, uh, you told yeah, them the yeah, number. Yeah, I yeah. So I had to talk to Ashley. Yeah. And I said, what should we do? Yeah. And then Ashley was like, just be honest with him. Like, That's we it. need his help. That's it. And Ground floor. Build it with us. Just be honest. Like, he's yep. like, just be transparent. Just be honest. Like, we need help. And we got the first one in. That did, did they, like, two, three, four, five come right after that? Because it's for-profit and non-profit. Yep. Right? Yep. So the for-profit goes into the Friends of Nova LLC. Got it. But the non-profit goes into the 501 C3. Got which it. Is Blueprint Sports. Got it. No, uh, Got it. And you're connected to both. Yes. Got we're it. connected to both. Yep. So for the athletes to basically get paid for like a post or anything where we could just say, hey, can you post this about Friends of Nova? Yeah. And we're going to give you X amount of money. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. we're using your likeness. Bang. They can do it and get paid. Bam. But when it's nonprofit, there has to be some type of foundational work. Got it. Or I bring some kids in, work them out. Got it. Go to a children's hospital. Go to a soup kitchen. Got it. It has to be something where you're giving back. Got it. To get the money. Got so it. So this part, building a contract on a nonprofit, is got hard. Got it. Right? It's a lot of work. Because they got to show up and everything yes. else. Yes. Yeah. And we got to- Timing schedules. We were a little late. So we got to time and schedule got it. around their schedule. Because the season- Being a student athlete in the season, which is tough. Yes. Understood. But the, the for-profit side, we can kind of say, Rob, you know what? Post- Uplift Studios, and we're going to give you X amount of money. Yeah. And once you do that, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Because everything can probably be done through DocuSign. Yes. Right? Bang, bang, bang. Done. So if anyone's listening right now, right, that's mm -hmm. in my world, that wants one of the players to post something, do they right. reach out? How would they reach out? To, is that Can they, they were, do that, number one? They will reach out. Is there a place for them to go yeah, to you talk can, to you? Yeah, you can go to friendsofnova.com. And you can reach out to Randy Foy who's a co-executive director. Randy Foy. you can reach out to Ashley Howard, who is a co-executive director. Yep. And however you want to support whatever this is, not whatever this is, but however you want to support yeah. this NIL space with Friends of Nova, we can point you in that direction. Yes. And they don't have to be a Nova alumni. No, you don't have to be a Nova Got alumni. It. That's if awesome. you're passionate about it, if it has done something for you, yeah. if you just love basketball, yeah. or if you hear a kid, he's doing an interview, or the yeah. way he represents himself, and you say, hey, I really want to do something with this kid. Yeah. We can make it happen. So if there's a guy that went to St. Peter's Prep and likes a guy that went to St. Peter's Prep who now works for or plays for Villanova, can right. that guy reach out to your company? You can't reach out directly, but you can reach out to friends of Nova. Got it. And we can... Form some type of relationship. Understood. There. That's right. amazing. Wow. Unbelievable. Are you passionate about what's happening next? Like for you in the space, is this like a business yeah, model that I, you're. To be honest with you, I just think everything is timing. Yeah. Right. And I think for where my kids is at, yeah. is being students and being athletes yeah. and loving sports. Yeah. Where they're at right now, it was important and it was vital for me to be a part of their yeah. development. Love it. For those five, six years. Yep. Now it's time for me to start taking those next steps yeah. to fulfill my destiny and being you know, a husband, a father, and just a solid human being. Love spending time with you, my friend. I really do. If you want to share with the folks out here what the Randy Foy Foundation stands for, if anyone wants to make any kind of donation or contribution. So the Randy Foy Foundation is a foundation that we just focus on dates. We focus on toy drives, to turkey drives, coat drives, bicycles, whatever. If you feel as though you want to give a 
a thousand kids bikes, you can do it through us. If you want to give a thousand people turkeys over Thanksgiving, you can do it through us. Toys, coats in the winter months, toys for Christmas, you can do it um, through us. But we just want to help kids, especially kids in the inner city of North, mm -hmm. um, that we feel as though are at risk. And the way we help them is by through mentorships, right? But a lot of them need help financially. So whatever you want to do, if you want to reach out, you can reach out to me, yeah. um, myself, or you can reach out to Mr. Gill here. Yeah, thank you so much. I genuinely appreciate it. Is there anything I missed? No, I don't think you missed much, man. Just um, anything that you want yeah, to I just appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Super cool. grateful. Yep. And um, love spending time with you, and thank you so much. And a couple of things, I'm going to have Jacqueline, who is earmarked for December for a foundation. I'm just going to do that today to you. Uh, we had put money away for the side for that. And I'd uh, love to hear more about privately the NIL stuff. Yeah, I would, um, positive, ton of energy, um, always have the right mindset. Um, if it's a guy that, you know, Phil's though can help you in any way, um, his, just his energy is just different. You know, every time I see him, his energy is at a level where I always want to interact with him. And that's something as a, some guy who feeds off other people's energy. That's something that I appreciate. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Randy. And thank you for coming yep. in today. Thanks, man. What appreciate an awesome it. time. Yep. Yes. Thanks. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.